Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 27, where Gaynor and I are going to be chatting about what grabs us, Instagram-wise. Yeah. Yep, in the sparkly magpie I think way. Um, before we do that, though, I just wanted yeah. to take a quick minute, do you mind, um, to say hello and welcome along, as Karen says, to... All the new listeners that we've had recently, which is absolutely lovely. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to, I won't say our old listeners, because you're not old, um, but our loyal, faithful, yeah. regular. I don't know what the phrase is. But anyway, all those people who listen in on a regular basis and have us blurting on in the background of their studio or on their walks and everything else, because you're actually all over the world. Um, and it's really lovely to see. We do have a good proportion of our listeners, nearly half our listeners come from the UK and then we're in the US and Canada and all over Europe and as far as India and so it's really lovely to think that you listen in and I hope that you know that we appreciate the fact that you do. Um, if we could just ask you very kindly, if you would like to, to just click subscribe or share us because apparently the more often you do that and just let other people know it's easier for the podcast people into you know whatever the name is the algorithm yeah platform yeah I don't know. platform yeah to actually recommend when you're looking for arty type podcasts um if other people have subscribed and listened then they it just kind of gets recommended to more arty type people as well so if you wouldn't mind, that would be brilliant. Thanks ever so much. Right, okay. PSA over. And that's public service announcement. <laughs> For those who think I'm <laughs> I being... Say, I was thinking, what, what is she on about? <laughs> well, you never know what I'm on about. Let's I know, face it. I know. Right, I'm just going to have a quick giggle as well before we go. Right, for the last 12 months, Karen and I... Do you have to? Do you yeah, I've really got have to, to? I've got to. I've got to. Because it's usually me. In fact, it's always me. But on this occasion, it's not. And I'm so relieved. Oh, no. Every week oh. when we're talking to you, Karen and I look at each other um, on like FaceTime sort of thing. But we record separately. So we get to see each other and we wave to each other and we chat away. Um, but most weeks, at some point, Karen looks at me and goes... I can't hear you. Well, I can't. She I can't it. hear her at all. I mean, yeah, she's on a faint. Basis. Regular, you know, all the time she's really faint, and I'm yeah. thinking there's something wrong. Have you plugged your microphone in? You know, there's yeah. certainly ever. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, spoke to our amazing sound engineer this weekend, and I said, oh, no. "What are we doing wrong? 
what there's something isn't there and he said well actually you record really well except when I don't plug my thing in um and it turns out Karen hasn't had the volume turned up on a laptop I can hear Gaynor now <laughs> clear as anything I thought I was really losing my hearing so it's so Gaynor's in hysterics at the other end so I'm gleeful because usually it's me so I'm just kind of yeah. I'm just we glad found a solution to it. I'm glad it's not my hearing. <laughs> I know, I know. Karen was about to go and have all sorts of hearing tests, and oh. yes, we've saved that as well. Right. Okay. Sorry. On to sparkly things and things that grab us. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Very mm. busy. Got mm. BS9 Arts Trail coming up this coming weekend. So we, when this goes out, mm. we'll have just finished it. Um, but it is a matter of sort of I've got a painting I'm trying to finish, but I don't think it's going to get finished in time. So never mind. Uh, it can go to Somerton instead. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the again, month. At the end of the month. Mm. But it's it's a bit like that when you're an artist. There's lots of things to juggle. Yeah. And sometimes you have to give yourself a bit of slack that you're not going to finish something. Yeah, absolutely. Not rush it. Sometimes Mm. the painting has to evolve in its own way and, you know, just go with the flow. (laughs) Sometimes there's just nothing to be done. Yeah, it's been so busy, but it's, you know, I've just been, I suppose, inspired. I've just spent the last few days doing this um, online retreat um, mini course with Alice Sheridan. And it's been really good to be able to just pause taking time to pause and work out what, I suppose, what I'm actually wanting in terms of how my work's evolving and things like that and what interests me. So that has been, yeah, that has been really good, quite a sort of um, a nourishing process, actually. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because quite often we will we're just running and running and chasing and chasing and it can be quite tricky to actually think why am I doing this what am I doing it for do I you know it gets so busy and we spin in circles and sometimes it's just good to stop and just think and actually plan instead of doing the treadmill thing because that's why we're doing art and not a different job it's not not sort of stopping i'm not stopping painting as such no, i mean but kind of just, stop the treadmill rather yeah than... just taking just actually saying right i'm going to take an hour out of my day to to do this and just review hmm. and work out okay if i want to move on here what have i got to do what's important and that has yeah. been really really good but it's it's also been good seeing all the different artists on the feed, you know, because everyone mm. comments about a particular video or lesson that has just been done. Yeah. And there are so many different artists out there. You sort of, in terms of what they produce, what yeah. the, you know, the processes they use mm. and, you know, the colours. I mean, mm. I've, I, I mean, things that grab you, I mean, this is... Mm. Yeah, we were. Sort of, this is what sparked part of what sparked this conversation, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I I I follow loads of people on Instagram. Mm. Um, yeah, I do. 
And sometimes I'm just um, whizzing through mm. and you're just sort of... But there are those that sort of grab your attention, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every time. And But have you analysed the reason why they grab? I, Well, I have actually in terms mm. of... It seems to be things that I don't do. Right, yeah. Um. Um, I mean, I'll mention a couple of people, but both these people, um, both these mm. artists, use quite pure saturated colour. Yeah. Um, or it, or it f- appears to be saturated. Yeah. I mean, just really yeah. quite vibrant, um, strong paintings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a real sense of depth to them. Yeah. And I, and I look at them and I think. It just looks so rich. The colour looks so rich. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, totally, you know, they're, and I've, they're both landscape painters. Mm-hmm. Um, totally different styles. Totally yeah. different styles to what I do. Okay. Um, I mean, the first first person is, um, and apologies if I say your name incorrectly, is Karen, Karen Vanio, um, who's over in um, America, um, and she bases her work on um, forests, the Pacific Northwest mountain forests. Ooh. And her work is just, it's really quite, she abstracts it, um, mm. the shapes of the forest and the colours are all tied up with emotions. So she uses, I mean, at the moment she's been using um, red oxide um, against... Um, Fallow blue. Oh, wow. And so really quite striking. And then she's got flashes yeah. of orange or flashes of pink and there's white in there. But she gets a sense of depth and pulling you in. Do you know, I'm just looking at her work as you're talking and she really does pull you in. And it's it's not the way I paint at all, but I and I quite like the simplicity of it. But it's not... Sim, it's, not it's, com- it's quite complex. It's complex, it? but it comes across as quite... Um, you know, you know, there's quite big areas of one colour. Yeah. But it's sort of... Um, I saw a video of her doing her work. A lot of it's built up with lots of thin glazes. Yeah. And, you know, it's just got a sense of depth. I really, really like seeing her work when it comes up. Yeah. always looks really strong. And so that, that always stops me. What about you? Are there people that you see? There are a couple. There's actually... Well, there are loads... Um, but the two I wanted to actually mention today, one is um, actually somebody who I'm in an art pod with, um, by a connected artist, and her work is so strong, it's beautiful, and that's um, Hamali Moda, and I hope again I'm pronouncing her surname right, and she's based, she's a Bristol-based artist. I think she also does web design for artists as well, so I will mention that. And she abstracts florals and uses so many different mixed media, some inks, um, acrylics. It's all just stunning. And it's the sense of movement for me in this. The colours are there and it's... I mean, I just love abstracted work anyway. And yet it's not completely abstract because you can obviously see it's representational because you've got the colours and the shapes and the height Um, 
but it's the movement and again they're so vibrant the paintings they just jump out of the wall I mean they really do jump and there's something really soothing about them though it's not an aggressive painting they're very soft and really quite feminine but they're just I don't know that you've got to go and have a look they're just so vibrant and colorful very feminine and there's movement and there's mark making and there's so for example I'm looking at one painting and there's obviously like a turquoisey vase effectively with but you've got neon yellows and vibrant pink and then massive slaps of blues as well and then there's there's lovely marks to the left and then there's very nice nice almost tartan tablecloth underneath but it's not a tartan tablecloth and so it's it's one of those you think oh that's oh if I could paint like that that's beautiful and her work is always I don't know it's so feminine um, I'm gonna have to have a look I've seen a, I've seen a few posts and I yeah. think I commented on one that um I she just posted the image and then mm. later on or maybe in a stories or something she there was a photo of her holding it or standing beside it yeah. and I hadn't appreciated the scale of the painting yeah I mean that's one thing you don't much. see on Instagram is the scale no. unless you have something you know to give you some form of perspective, perspective. yeah yeah um you know, I just thought, yeah, lovely, really good. Yeah, what, what's I'm not the, sure my description would actually do it justice. Yeah, but what's what's the other what's the other artist? The other artist, sorry, I've just moved away. Is um, the 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 Instagram handle is Tewkesbury Art Studios, mm -hmm. and it's Jane Clatworthy, who again is a UK based artist, um, just on the edge of the southwest. Really, it's just as you're coming down beyond the midlands and the work it's the scale is big so i'm i'm guessing kind of one and a half meter square mm -hmm. for a lot of her work but oh my goodness the colors are just like you said saturated there is lime green with orange with a touch of yellow it's just absolutely stunning and um her blues her blues are blue blues they are blue <laughs> like they're Blue, 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 blue with blue What's, on. What sort of blue, though? Well, there's a bit of sky blue, a bit of French navy, um, and some kind of turquoise, but very, like you said, so rich, the depth of colour. And, ah, oh, just exquisite work. And what's the and subject of this one? That, again, abstracted. But of what? Uh, oh just abstract oh, well, right. so they abstract rather than f flowers i was just thinking, yeah. one, i was just wondering whether if there was a theme to my yeah cho your choices because mine mine were landscape it tended to be landscapes that, was, that attracted me i oh, mean yeah. it's it's funny isn't it because at the moment i'm attracted to these sort of vibrant colors other times i'm really attracted to sort of quite um Calm. muted muted colors very mm. little shift mm. in color but maybe the textures or the thing that um mm. i could pick out and i just go through phases of what what's you know i'm noticing um yeah i i i'm just thinking sort of in terms of landscapes the other person 
um, I've been sort of noticing at the moment is Camilla Clark. And I think she's oh, yeah. Camilla Clark Art on Instagram. I forgot to say that um, Karen Vanio is Karen Vanio underscore art on Instagram. So um, just yeah, in case anyone actually, wants to have a look at her. I will put the links in. Yeah. Um, but Camilla Clark, recently she's been on a, been artist in residence with, um, at Create Cornwall UK, which I think is like a gallery or, or um, of some sort down in Cornwall. And they have um, art. Sound looks like they have art, different artists that come in. But in in her in Camilla's description she, of one of her posts, she describes herself as a colour geek, which I thought was quite funny, really. But <laughs> yeah, it's really, so um, you know, she's been sort of, you know, she'll have sort of red, bright red landscapes, you know, bright yeah. red hills or coastlines yeah. next to a sort of turquoise blue and then mm. she'll have like an or you know or you know it's an orangey red and so she's really sort of playing on the complementary colors and everything yeah loads of mark making with different materials mm. um but i think she works in oils as well um and does oils with wax i'm not sure i have to sort of explore a bit further about that but um i i just find them really attractive pieces of work yeah they are they're stunning stunning and I, just I, I think most of them are square format aren't they as well yeah interestingly I, I think some of Hamali's are more um what you call it portrait yeah mm-hmm. thanks that's the only one I've uh, that's that's the word one I, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but oh just and I don't know why at the moment I'm really into squares I, but you know me. I've always yeah. liked a square format. Yeah, maybe I should blame you. Yeah, and I just wonder if you're attracted to different. I mean, Instagram is all. Most of it is square. I mean, you you can change it now, can't you? Mm. Um, yeah, you can. Now. But I know that I always like a square format. Mm. I mean, I'm. I have done. I've, I'm doing other things as well now. But um, it mm. does does sort of hit you that you think, oh, that's another square one I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? I was just wondering about the paintings because one of the things they've got in as a connection to all of them, I suppose, is the quite strong, bright colours. And mm. I'm wondering if that's because we are over in the UK now. We are in our summertime. I know it doesn't seem like it because we've had sunshine for like a day this year. But I'm wondering if because I always think about sunshine and summers as being extra bright colors are more vivid stronger everything seems brighter and sparkly and anything's possible is it that sort of vibe it, i don't know i mean i know so that positive. i don't always get i don't always stop on posts that are vibrant it's just mm, what's true. just at the moment I'm stopping on things that are vibrant. And it might be that I'm not using I'm I'm using a lot more vibrant work paint myself. I mean, thinking of back to the pop up, I was yeah. really surprised how colourful my work was. Mm. Um you know and it wasn't as muted as I thought I was going to be, you know, but putting it all yeah. up I sort of thought, Oh, yes, that's definitely got a turquoise feel to it or this mm. one has got a sort of real plum deep purple 
hue to yeah. it. I mean, with other colours as well, obviously. But mm. um, I just wonder yeah, if it's just... Yeah, I just wonder if it's you go through sort of phases of um, what you notice and what, what's grabbing you at the moment. I suppose it is a bit like, I mean, we were t- talking about you, you said that I researched stuff and I said, <laughs> no, 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 it's more that you notice things if yeah. you're actually aware of them. And it might be just that, that yeah. I'm liking using richer colours yes. at the moment, so I'm noticing them more. Are you using any yeah. particular colours yourself at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you you've seen my work for quite a long time and watched different progression because I go through phases of working with oils and almost pixelating to abstract, um, which is still something I really like to do in my sketchbooks. Mm-hmm. But I also now, because that's oil paint, that's how I painting oils mm-hmm. which <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous but I really do like that kind of buttery texture and just kind of moving the wrist yeah. and getting smaller brush strokes but with um when I work in acrylics which you'll know because I've mentioned it previously I took on board and, and learnt to work with in a better way than I had previously with Nick Wilton and his CVP, um, con- um, the visionary program, creative visionary program that he does. So I actually work with that. Started to work more with acrylics, more with the whole kind of um, the textures building up and found I really like them. And the colours I find when I mix are very, very strong I've worked predominantly with greens before. I love green, love, 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 love green. But I've worked so much with blue, which is not one of my colours. You've got loads of blue at the moment. Loads of blue. Are you still doing? Are you still doing blue at the moment? Because I thought you were doing a lot more, um, like very bright work. But then you were um, masking off with um, a different colour, so that those colours popped. Yeah, I have done that and I still am doing that so that they kind of pop through. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's really that's really fun for me. But I also like, I don't know, there's a certain freedom with acrylics that you don't necessarily get with oils because of the drying situation. I know you can speed up the drying with oils, but with acrylics you can go really loud and then really subtle um, quickly. Because yeah. of the drying, and so I like save, that. Save, saving grace sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know, very much so. Very much. I mean, what I, about you? Um, well, at the moment, I'm working on this big piece. I'm working on is I'm using burnt sienna and ultramarine blue, and right. all. So I'm using those, but I'm not really using the blue. I'm using the blue to create some lovely warm greys. Right. Yeah. That's nice. So I'm just sort of, as I move my pieces of paper, I've got piece, I've got it in the studio. And I'm A just nice moving sound it. effect. Yeah, just moving yeah. the paper. Hold on. Yeah. So I've also got, I use some cad, cadmium red and yeah. I've got some black and I've been using some sort of plummy colours, but not many, just... 
changing the greys, but I've used some of the cadmium red as um, a really thin glaze in the land, just yeah. so that later on I'll be able to get some pops of brighter colour coming through. So I'm just yeah. building up the base at the moment. And I've got a bit of the cerulean blue as well. In I wanted to create um, sort of more of a duck egg sort of colour yeah, in the sky. Yeah. Because um, I thought it worked well with the the burnt sienna and the yeah. sort of plummy colours. Um, yeah. I just wanted to get a lift. I didn't want it to be all too grey. It was ending... Yeah. It started to be get really grey, really, really grey and a bit bit sad looking. You know, on a rainy yeah. day you look out. And I wanted to get a sense of light and optimism into it, even though I've got massive clouds, stormy yeah. cloud. And it seems to I'm quite pleased with how it's coming along. But those That's are the like colours. Can I ask you, do you do a lot of mixing of your own colours? I do. I do I do mix I don't just put on neat. Yeah, colour. no, I, I just kind of do. You, with intent is kind of what I mean. Do you actually, with intent, think I need this particular shade and mix to that shade, More, or do you kind of do a reactive, emotional mix? If you know what I mean. A bit of both. Mm. Um, but when I get to the review point of a painting, yes, I will mix more with intent then. Yeah. Yeah. So I had started this painting off and it was, I thought, no, I need more of that, that tone, yeah. that colour, but in that tone, or I yeah. need this. And so I did mix those before I put them on. Because normally, I say normally, when I start a painting particularly, I will mix my colours on the board. Yeah. I'll mix colours and just see how it all works. I'll m maybe mix a bit on the palette, but a yeah. lot of the work happens on the board how it all interplays is on the board mm. um but when i actually then stop let it all dry and i've done this for a while and then review it yeah. that's when i think no no actually i want more of that color yeah here yeah i need to have more of this there so i will mm. specifically mix those yeah. and that has been a learning experience over the years you know just making yeah, sure i know i know how to mix those Absolutely. And do you actually go with, you know, what was, I suppose, and still is, the, the old colour wheel where you, you look at complementary colours and all the colour mixes? Do you actually kind of, or is that instinctive? Because I think it becomes more and more instinctive as the more experience you have. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I've always worked on instinct. Yeah. Um. And in the past, if a painting hasn't worked, I haven't necessarily mm. known why. And it's oh, okay. Um, but you know, this is years. You know, I'm talking yeah, yeah, early yeah, stages. Past. Yeah. And now I realise it is either the colours aren't working. Yep. Um, or more, f more for me, it's tonally it's not working. Yeah. So I, I still, as a matter of course, take photographs and change them to black and white just yeah. to make sure that I'm not falling into the trap of getting so much, <laughs> you know, getting so sort of caught up with the colour. Yeah. And then yeah. realising it's all the same. I mean, I, I can't believe that red is so dark. It's mm. really dark. And you see, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think, well, unless you're an artist, I don't think you'd necessarily think so because you see people like cyclists wear red yeah. to be seen. But when they're against a, 
hedgerow in the distance, yeah. tonally it all blends. Merges. And I mm. sort of think, I'd never wear red as a cyc- cyclist. <laughs> Not that I'm going to just about you know, go out cycling or anything, but you know my what I mean? My lycra isn't red. In fact, <laughs> my red lycra is non-existent. <laughs> There's no need, is there? Um, interestingly, as you're talking about tonally and everything, I wonder if that's part of the successful paintings we've all, we, you and I were just talking about with Karen Avenio and Camilla Clark and Hamali and Jane Clapworthy, is that actually... The, although the colours are bright and strong and vivid, that they've actually, the composition works really well. Yeah, and tonally and it works. And tonally it works really yeah. well. That, that I might go back and have a look actually. Yeah, and it's it's worth kind of considering exactly you know what it is because a painting that is bland can be very, very strong in colour and it can still be bland because it just doesn't work. But all of them have got the balances right, I think. You know, when I look at them, you think, yeah, you've It, it you've reads got it. well, doesn't it? it? Yeah. You know, and it must be the tone as well as the colour. Yeah, got to be. They, yeah, balance the tones very well to sort of lead the eyes in, lie in. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting because it's not until... And you and I, neither of us, because we're both quite strong in the work that we produce, but... I can still look at somebody else's piece and try to analyse what it is I like about it. I and I won't necessarily... I think that's rec- a good process, I won't replicate though. it, but it is something I think, well, why do I like it? Isn't that a good thing to do? To actually yeah, so. look at somebody's work. If it's working, mm. to analyse... It helps you work out, analyse your own work. If you know how... You know that that's successful. If you can work out why someone else is, is successful... Mm. Um, then you can go back to your own work and sort of think, well, that's not working because. Yeah. Just yeah. Te- you just learn in the skills. You know, it's not. Um, I th- I sometimes, if you go around a gallery, you can see yeah. it in even sort of old masters' work, can't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting. I, I'm trying to think who. Um, actually, it was probably on C uh, CVP one of the tutors whose name escapes me now was actually doing uh, an analysis of a couple of quite classical paintings and saying this is what we're talking about when we talk about contrast or positioning or structure this you know and just looking at an old master and saying look at the light and dark and the tones and you know just take just look at the shapes they're different and and that was really interesting to actually see you know a quite classical picture brought down to a level that I would because I did this I you know did art history as part of um my education and actually I'd never looked at it that way Mm. never looked at it that way things we learn you probably were taught you probably were taught about it but it oh, didn't yeah, go I was in. Probably, I probably had a hangover that day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's interesting, isn't it? So, on that note, what are you up to this week? Are you doing any painting? I'm going to be... I've got a workshop tomorrow. Nice. And I've decided to try and finish this big painting because it's. Yeah. I feel enthused for this big painting. And then yeah. I'm actually going to 
just stop and do some sketchbook work and yeah. developing things that I'm enjoying doing yeah rather than sort of thinking about starting a new painting I just need mm. to sort of gather I mean I'm in a sort of point where I need to gather everything yeah yeah it's interesting actually because I listened to Alice Sheridan's um refresh retreat over the weekend as well I didn't have much time to dedicate to actually any actioning um but listening to it and her saying that summer is a season of gathering she's absolutely right it is a time to kind of look at what you like pull it all together but and it, then sit down and where you'd see where you'd like to go with it all but it is difficult if you've got lots on yeah. i think um Alice must have a point where she's not creating painting so much at the moment and she's gathering and exploring. Mm. Yeah. Um, you could well be in the position where you're you're needing to produce work or you're producing producing work and your cycle of producing work and gathering might not mm. necessarily tie up. No. But it's just being aware that it, it has to happen at some point that fits yes, in with absolutely. your fits in with your cycle. Absolutely. I mean, and I know that in our area, our region in the UK, lots of um, the art trails are on during the summer months, and it's it's manic. Yeah, isn't you it? know, if even if you just want to do one or two, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into prepping, as we both know. <laughs> we've probably spoken about quite a lot recently, but you know, it's it's difficult to just stop and analyse when you're in the middle of spinning two dozen plates. Yeah. And there's family life and there's pets and yeah. there's all the normal things that we all have to spin and juggle. But if we actually just acknowledge and sort of almost pigeonhole it for to do it another time, if you can't yeah. do it just now. Yeah. I just was at the point where actually it came along at the right time for me. To think, yeah. oh, I'm doing that. Summer holidays are coming up. Yeah, it's a time when all our family are off, so it's a good time to gather and just reboot. Yeah, um, I know that I'm taking notes at the moment to do all this in July. Hopefully, I'm going to put it into my diary, but I'll need a kick of okay. a reminder to do I'll it. Kick just you. say, Gainer. July, that's when you're doing that. You have to that. put something on your phone. You can do a little, mm. put a little notice Alert. to do, remember yeah. to do yeah. this. Yeah, I, my to-do list at the moment is higher than the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is why sort of, um, it's quite nice to sort of just step out sometimes and just have a look through social media and, yeah. you know, just on downtime almost. Not yeah. to get sucked into it, obviously, because you haven't got enough time to. <laughs> no, I know. I know. But that's, I think, part of the reason why you brought this subject up. Because if you've only got 10 minutes in your day to have a quick through look for Instagram and just see what everybody's up to and say hi and comment and do all those nice things that we do to support other artists who catches your eye that is it's kind of well who's stopping you in your tracks for just a minute to actually scroll through all of their bits and pieces and not just one or two bits yeah you know and that's that's the key um actually i am going to say also um seeing as i've mentioned hamali 
she's at BS9 this week as well. But by the time this goes out, BS9 will have finished. I know. Well, you can all still see it on the website, can't you? Yes, true. All the work will be on the websites after the event. Absolutely. But we might have all sold out. Might have sold out of everything that we take. Yeah, in which case you can just see what we sold. That's it. (laughs) We live in hope. (laughs) Oh, to be an artist, honestly... The painting bit is about 10%. Oh, it feels like it sometimes, doesn't it? I think it should be nearer 40. Yeah, that yeah. would be nice. Yeah, As I sit, sit surrounded with everything, I've got a little, a little, I've got a little <laughs> hole in my studio at the moment where little I gap. can, little gap where I can paint and then there's just boxes and bits for workshops and things all stacked, ready to go. Oh. And that would be nice to sort of just stop. Just pause, pause for thought. Yeah, yeah, I think we're all, lots of people are just ready for a little bit of a break. Yeah. That'd be nice. Anyway, we hope that you all have a lovely week. Yeah. Don't forget to um, subscribe, share, chat and if, about us. If you want to see more about what we're doing, um, yeah. my website yeah, who is... Are you? Yeah, I was going to say my website is karengeorgeart.co.uk mm-hmm. and Gaynor, yours is... GainerLJArt.com. Um, oh. And you can see some of our work up there, most oh. of it. And we're both on Instagram. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Karen, Karen George Art. And you're GainerLJArt. So, yeah. yeah. Do, do make yourself known, say hello. Yeah, do. That'd be lovely. Yeah. Okay. We'll have a very jolly week. And you. <gasps> and everybody <laughs> else out there as well. <laughs> Get a yeah, get a, big a coffee. Cup of coffee. I was gonna say, gonna get, get a, a big cup of coffee. Get a coffee in you, and you'll wake up. You'll be yeah, fine. Well, get more I energy. Will. Yeah, get on with it. Come yeah. on. Yeah. See you okay. next week. Yeah. T- take care. Bye. 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 B